Welcome to Heritage Fellowship's Sermon of the Week. We hope you're encouraged and challenged as we study the Word of God together. We'll get Jonathan ready because he's going to uh, encourage us this morning. All right, Jonathan, take it away, my friend. Hey, good morning, church family. It's so good to be with you today uh, in your homes through live stream. Uh, we are praying for you daily. I want you to know that. Uh, we are thinking about you often. Uh, the leadership team on Friday night spent three hours together just thinking, praying through ways that we can continue to be family and be uh, the body of Christ, uh, to stay connected. I'm so very excited about some things coming out next week on uh, ways that we will continue to do that. Uh, I know Jared shared a little bit about those earlier. And uh, so keep watching on the website and social media. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, continue to posting information about that. Um, we're in our second week of live stream because of COVID-19. Uh, it appears that due to the community spread that's take, currently taking place, that we'll be meeting uh, remotely like this uh, for the next uh, a few weeks. Uh, of course, uh, we'll be monitoring the situation closely and any updates will be posted on the church website. So today, uh, I want to bring you a word of encouragement uh, and it'll be, won't be too long. Uh, so stay with me. And uh, uh, first, I want to just talk about uh, where we're at, our reality uh, currently. We're in a very challenging time as a church family. As a community, as a nation, everything around us has been canceled. Uh, our daily lives have been disrupted. We're weathering a storm that we've not weathered together before. And uh, there can be a lot of uncertainty around that, a lot of unknowns. Schools have closed, business doors have um, shut down, uh, businesses are shutting down, entire states have been asked to shelter in place. Uh, our hearts and minds can really be impacted by this kind of uh, information. Uh, it can cause stress and anxiety. Uh, you know, people are feel fearful about uh, going to work. Uh, at the same time, they want to go to work because they're, they're afraid they might lose their job. They want to be able to support their families. Uh, students have been uprooted from school from their friends, their routines, their sports. Uh, seniors won't walk across that stage and get a handed diploma right now. Uh, hopefully later, all of that can happen, but it's impacting us significantly. And uh, uh, our medical teams are facing one of the greatest challenges that they've ever faced before. Uh, if you know someone personally who works in the medical field, pray for them and their families, email, text, call with words of encouragement. They are feeling a weight of responsibility that we could never know or understand during this time. So those are some of the facts, our reality that is surrounding us. However, there are other facts in a time of uncertainty that we need to know. And here's what I do know. We serve a God who sees and a God who knows. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He holds you in the palm of his hand. He knows your thoughts. He, he knows your needs before you even know them. For how wide, how deep, 
how great is the Father's love for you and over you and over your family. He knows all the challenges you have faced and those that may be ahead. So during this time of unrest, I pray that we as a church family would receive his rest and his peace. Let's lean into the power and the truth of his word during this time. Let his word strengthen us, refresh our hearts and minds today. And um, I, I want us to read uh, Matthew 18, verse 12 through uh, Matthew chapter 18, verse 12 through 14. Matthew chapter 18, 12 through uh, 14. What do you think if a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away? Will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly, I tell you, he is, in a ha- he is happier about that one sheep than about the 99 that did not wander off. In the same way, the Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. You are the one. Say it. I am the one. I am the one. Wherever you are, (laughs) I want you to receive the peace that comes with acknowledging the word, his words over your life, that you are never alone, that you are never forgotten. Jesus is after your heart 24-7-365 if you just let him in. Let the word of God and the voice of the Holy Spirit shepherd you through this time. He sees the conflict. He knows the frustrations, the tears, the struggle, the stress, the weight of it all. But I'm here to say he's big enough. He's strong enough. He's gracious enough. He's compassionate enough to bend his ear to your anxious thoughts and to all of your prayers. So right now, I want you to uh, look at your spouse, look at your sibling, uh, your friend, your dog, your cat. Um, Just tell yourself this. Say, give it to Jesus. Give it to Jesus. Say it again. Give it to Jesus. When we give it to him, whatever it is, over the next few weeks, we are acknowledging his lordship over our lives, placing our hope and all of our trust in him. You know, Jesus is the storm calmer. You know, in Matthew 8, 23, it says, Matthew 8, verse 23, it says, Then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. And suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping and the disciples went and awoke him saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. And he replied, you have little faith. Why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves. And it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this that the winds and waves obey him? Church, don't let the storm we're facing together rock your boat to the point of panic. Again, give it to Jesus. Our Jesus calms the waves. He calms the storm with his voice. Get in his presence. Be with him and listen to the peace that Jesus can bring to your heart and to your home.
Give the rest, give the fear to Jesus. You know, right now we're surrounded with uh, an overload of COVID-19 information. Um, If you spend any time on social media or the news, you can quickly be filled with anxiety and fear uh, given everything that's being thrown at you. But it's important to be aware of the facts and guidelines. But the hours and hours um, that you could spend quarantined in your home um, digesting this information uh, isn't going to do you or your family any good. It's important to be aware. But today, I want to encourage you over the next few weeks, resist the appetite for filling your heart and your mind with constant negativity. Again, hear my heart. It's important to be aware of situations and be in prayer about situations. But let's think about um, slowing down the negative that are that's coming into our hearts and into our minds. And let's be aware of those things that we can be responsible for in our circles and what Jesus would have us do during this time. Uh, and I just want to share a few uh thoughts and ideas, um, practical ways that uh, we can do that and take those steps. So first and foremost, don't neglect your personal time with Jesus. Get in his word daily. It's in those quiet moments that you can give it to Jesus. He, He will prepare you for your day, no matter what lies ahead. For singles during this time, Please take advantage of technology to video chat up your friends and um, ask for prayers, text each other. Um, Just be an encouragement to one another as you're uh, going through this um, struggle together. Uh, Husbands and wives, please don't let the stress of this time put up walls between you when you need each other's support the most. Recognize these are hard times. There are hard conversations to have. There are hard conversations to have about kids, about work, about jobs, about grandparents, about those in high-risk situations, uh, about how you're going to take care of your family. All of those are important conversations to be having as a husband and wife. But I encourage you, start those conversations with prayer. Pray together before having those talks. Invite Jesus into the midst. Families, spend time praying together every night. Take 10 minutes even. Uh, pray, uh, form, a, form a list, uh, bring your kids into it. Uh, ask your kids to open up about their thoughts uh, about everything that they've been hearing and feeling during this time. Because I know they, they do have some thoughts. Uh, they have uh, a lot of thoughts and they, they would be willing to share those. Look for practical ways that you can bless and serve our local medical staff and community during this time. We're going to keep our ear to the ground and uh, and see if there's any ways that our church family can be a support to uh, to the medical community right now because they are truly on the front lines uh, and uh, and leading the charge. And we want to pray for them diligently. And if there are practical ways that you know of. Please let us know because we want to um, we want to rally around that rally around that. Uh, And lastly, 
uh, one thing I shared last week, just a real practical way that we can be salt and light right now for each other in the church family is uh, is through signing up for our, our volunteer team, the COVID-19 volunteer team, uh, where you can run errands for those that could be high risk, um, those uh, that need groceries or, or medicine or run to the pharmacy and uh, so if you are interested in volunteering that way, go to the website, uh, go to the COVID-19 landing page and sign up. If you need assistance, um, I'm thankful that the church has opened up the Benevolence Fund for our members to receive assistance. Those who may have already been impacted financially, we want to uh, be a blessing in that way. And we can take care of gro- some groceries or gas uh, or Uh, utilities. Uh, So please uh, go to the website and you can find all the information there and fill out uh, those forms and we'll definitely get back to you. Um, So those are just some very practical ways uh, that we as a church family can be community together and salt and light during this time. So I want to close uh, today with this. Uh, This encouragement uh, from Psalms 91. It's Psalms 91, uh, verse 1 through 5. We live within the shadow of the Almighty, sheltered by the God who is above all gods. And this I declare, that He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I am trusting in Him. For he rescues you from every trap and protects you from the fatal plague. He will shield you with wings. They will shelter you. His faithful promises are your armor. Now you don't have to be afraid of the dark anymore, nor fear the dangers of the day. I want to pray for us. So Jesus, I just ask that you would help us keep your perspective during this time. And I ask that you would Come with your peace that passes understanding and fill our hearts and our homes. God, we surrender it all to you. And together, today, we give it to Jesus. We made a declaration just a few minutes ago saying, I give it to Jesus. And together, we give it to you, whatever it is, whatever challenges that we'll face over the next few weeks or months. God, we know you're holding us in the palm of your hand and you have us. You have us, Jesus. And we say we trust you and we love you. Lord, I'm asking that you would come now and that you would provide all the needs that are out there, that you would provide all the protection and the covering by your spirit that you would just surround our church family. Lord, protect us, guard us, watch over us. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you guys so much and we'll look forward to seeing you here next week on live stream and uh, also look forward to connecting with you in all of the other ways throughout the week. We love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. 
Please join us online at heritagefellowship.us or in person in Jefferson City, Tennessee as we encounter God, touch lives, and impact nations.